With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seku Smith, John Schumann, wrapping up the finals here. A little earlier than expected, potentially, John, for a lot of people. Golden State Warriors with the 108-85 closeout at Quicken Loans Arena. A demolition, if you will, in game four of these Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James heads off into his free agent summer with a cast on his right hand, John. This is this night just kept getting more and more surprising from the way the Warriors came out, blitzed, blitzed the Cavaliers early, made a statement, let it be known they were not going back to Oracle Arena to play a game five. But the way it finishes, LeBron headed to the bench with four minutes to play. Not the way you, you saw this one ending? I guess game one was more painful than, than we thought it was or, or more damaging than we thought it was. Um, we can all, maybe we could just trace this series back. I think, I think the last, you know, two minutes of regulation in game one is going to end up being the story of this series, you know, with the, uh, the reverse block charge call, uh, George Hill missing the free throw, J.R. Smith not knowing the score. Um, and then, you know, from that it leads to the Warriors escaping with an overtime win. Uh, and LeBron James injuring his hand in the locker room afterwards. Um, you could see it in his shooting numbers. Um, in game one, he shot seven for 14 from outside the paint. In games two, three, and four combined, he shot four for 14 from outside the paint. And it's not just about the the shooting percentage. It's about the attempts. He was not comfortable shooting at all from the perimeter. Um, that made him, obviously, a little bit easier to defend for Golden State. Um and that obviously took a huge um, chunk out of the, the Cavs' offense. Um, I, I look, what are we doing here? We're we're burying the lead. we're talking about we're talking about LeBron James when they just got wiped in four games by the Golden State Warriors, the largest margin in a final sweep in NBA history, plus sixty. Um, Kevin Durant wins his second straight Finals MVP. He goes from being a guy that doesn't have any jewelry two summers ago to having rings for both ring fingers, two Bill Russell trophies. Um, this, you can say what you want. You can have whatever issues you want with how he, you know, joined this team, the way he showed up to Golden State, but nobody can dispute the impact he's had. They don't win these last two championships. I know everybody thinks, well, they're a championship team already. They were coming off a series that they they gave up a 3-1 lead to Cleveland and lost in the 2016 finals. They've come back with two championships, two finals wins with Durant leading the way. Um, I know that a lot of people, yourself included, would have maybe liked to see him somewhere else or do it a different way, but it's pretty hard to argue with the results, isn't it? 
for sure. And I, I and and you can't argue with the fact that he was a free agent. He had every right to come here, and the Warriors had every right to sign him. Um, but I, I understand the 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 viewpoint from a fan's perspective, where you would like to see a, a little bit more balance. You'd like to see you know him with a different team. Um, and you'd like to see, you know, the Warriors as they were. Um, things would be a little bit more interesting, I guess. But um, give credit to this team for um, not only the talent they have. The, the great thing about the Warriors is that they don't just rely on their talent. Um, they work you know, their tails off. Right. They make the they most the of right that. Way. Yeah, they make right. the most of that talent by, one, playing together on offense – where it's not just one-on-one, you know, uh, your turn, my turn type of offense, you know, because they're always moving, because the ball is always moving, they're just so difficult to defend. So they play together on offense, and two, they play defense. And that um, is sort of my takeaway from this postseason is that, you know, this is a team that, uh, you know, because of fatigue, because of a little disinterest, in the regular season, sort of fell off on the defensive end of the floor. They ranked ninth, um, but they were the best defensive team in every single round of the playoffs. And in every single round, um, they held their opponent well under their mark for offensive efficiency from the regular season. And that includes the Cavs um, and includes the Rockets, um, two of the best offensive teams in NBA history, really. Um, And so, that I think is what makes the Warriors so great. It's not just the talent; it's that the talent plays together and plays defense. So that's as much of a problem for the rest of the league as as the talent itself. They were the bullseye all season, and I, you know, you hear Kevin Durant talk about it that that fortified this team, that made them the team that they are. That they wore that bullseye. They earned all of this. This hasn't been a cakewalk. This was a tough season. You know, they dealt with adversity. They dealt with injuries. They dealt with the fatigue of four straight years. You know, your core core group of guys playing this many games, taking everybody's best shot time after time. You, you got to tip your hat to them because now we got to start talking about this Warrior team as in, in terms of where they fit all time, don't we? I mean, you win three in four years and, and could have won four straight. You got your core group 30 and under. I mean, they, they've got a chance to put themselves, to distinguish themselves as one of the all-time great teams, do they not? Sure, I and mean, we don't have to have that discussion yet because they're still, yeah, they're still going. Like, there's no, you know, I, I don't think there's any uh, thinking that Kevin Durant's going to leave this summer, and so they're still going to have um, their four best players in uniform next year and beyond that. So like, why, I don't even have to think about that, where they stand, you know, let's see where, how much, how, how, how long this goes, you know? Um, and of course with more, uh, finals appearances, uh, Stephen Curry has a couple, will probably have some more chances to get that finals elusive finals MVP. I thought he might be on the way to it tonight with 37. Um, but Durant with a triple-double, and he was dominant, like three blocks. He was, a, you know, rim-protecting. He blocked LeBron. I know one of his blocks was on LeBron. Um, the other guy I, w- I refuse to not mention tonight, JaVale McGee. How about JaVale McGee stepping up and, and kind of erasing some of the 
the salt that's been on his name. Um, and then Steve Kerr mentioned it in his post game, John, another guy that I know you're fond of his game, but he really was a game changer for the Warriors was Andre Godala coming back and having that extra defender on LeBron. And he made shots tonight, made three or six threes tonight, you know, opened up the floor some. This this team is just so dynamic. There's so much to to them and what they can bring to the table. Um, I'm I'm curious to see now what they look like moving forward because they're going to have played again deep into a season, so they don't have as much time to kind of reconstitute themselves as everybody else. But, man, they're, they're still so good and so dynamic. Yeah, I think they definitely have some roster um... – uh, massaging to do this summer, you know they their their roster is imbalanced with so many bigs. Um, I think you're going to see some of those. You know, I think we've seen the last game uh, games in Warriors uniforms for a couple of those bigs, and they need to see if they can find a little bit more depth uh, on the perimeter. Iguodala, as terrific as he was um, in Game Four tonight, not the first time we've seen him hit some big threes in a closeout game here in Cleveland. Um, you know he's getting older, and they need to be able to um, replenish that sort of that that wing rotation. Um, and so I, I, it'll be curious to see how they how they sort of massage that roster, um, given their cap situation this summer. Um, of course, the other team that were, that was in this series has a, a lot bigger issues to deal with. Yeah, we, there's no question. We we need to pay respects to the Warriors um, as an organization. Bob Myers, GM, Steve Kerr, the coach, just the ownership. What they've done has been remarkable. Four straight trips to the finals um, could have very easily been four straight championships. We we talked about the Warriors. Now we can dissect. Cleveland and what this looks like, you know, going forward. Um, July 1st becomes Jabron first. It becomes another summer of LeBron dictating to the entire basketball world what they're going to do. Um, how in the world do you how in the world do you walk away from here again if you're LeBron knowing the fallout from the decision and what kind of stain that put on your name and you know everything else. I mean, can you, can you, can you leave here again? In some, I think in some ways it's easier because you won a championship in 2016, um, and having that, having brought that championship, the first one in Cleveland in I don't I forget how many long, years it was. Fifty two. Fifty two years. Um, that makes it a little bit easier, and but like we've we've talked about this before, um, if it's a basketball decision. Um, you know, there are probably better options for him, you know, teams that have secondary playmakers that can take the offensive load off of his shoulders and allow him to maybe put some more effort back on the defensive end of the floor. Um, he has the capability of being the best defender in the league, but we have not seen that the last two years, obviously, um, especially this past season with Kyrie Irving gone and him having to carry such a huge offensive load. Um, so basketball-wise, there's off, obviously better options, um, but I'm not him. You're not him. We don't know how important um, it is to him to be in Cleveland, to have his family in Cleveland, and we're going to find out. Uh, 
in another month or so. If you're the Cavaliers, do you have to do you have to go and hold on a second? We're gonna break right now to, to say what's up to our man Coach Miles, NBA champ. Yes, sir. Congratulations, yes, sir. man. Congratulations, yeah, man. It, man. You come look, you've been a player, now you're a coach, and now you're walking out of here with a ring man. on a on a it's amazing. On a Friday night, amazing, man. That's man. It's unbelievable, <laughs> man. I'm humble, man. This is a, a a great organization to be a part of, man. I'm just thankful for this opportunity, man, that Coach Kerr and, and allowed me to be a part of it. No doubt. No doubt, man. Good to see you come full yes, circle, sir. man, already. Yes, sir. Good luck to you. Right. Aaron Miles, coach, one of the coaches now, you know, working with the Golden State Warriors. You know you've been covering this league too long, John, when you have a dude in training camp one year and then you look up later, before you know it, in the blink of an eye, and he's coaching. And uh, now winning the ring. So shout out to Aaron Miles walking through Quicken Loans Arena here on the Hang Time Podcast. Uh, instant analysis after game four, the four-game sweep. No gentleman sweep this year, John. The, the straight-up blow him off the floor sweep by the best team in basketball, the most dominant team in basketball. I said before this series, when everybody was picking Warriors in five, that you have to pick something different. Warriors. No, you don't. <laughs> Warriors in four, Warriors in six. I, I, I lean towards Warriors in four. I'm going to say right now, I got it right. <laughs> you you know what? You did you did demand that we come with something else. But then you warned me every day throughout this series. Every every day we were in San Francisco and Oakland. Then we came to Cleveland. You kept telling me, you, you know, anytime we think we know what's going to happen, <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. This one felt like a sweep to me, John. Seriously, once we got rolling after game one, I felt like Cleveland might not recover from the meltdown from from game one, and they didn't. They really didn't. You can play the what-if game with the end of game one, but bottom line is the Warriors are the better team. They're the better offensive team, and they're the much, much, much better defensive team um, in this series. And Deservedly, they're the they're the uh, 2018 NBA champion. I think that's as good a place to any to uh, to lock this down. Um, we got another chance in the next few days, John. I'm sure everybody will be dissecting this this series and asking themselves, you know, what happened? You know, how could Cleveland survive the East the way they did and then get here and not have the juice? to compete with the Warriors, but I'm here to tell you, having done the Western Conference playoffs from the start, having had Houston from the very beginning, I felt like the Western Conference Finals was the NBA championship. And I know that's disrespectful sometimes to say that, but I really did feel that way this year, and ultimately I feel like that's the way it turned out. So we will will sign off now from Quicken Loans Arena. Golden State Warriors are your... 2018 NBA champions, back-to-back years, first team to go back-to-back since those Miami Heat teams that LeBron James played on. Um, so another bit of of history there for the Golden State Warriors. And we will be back at our regular time, back in our normal spots next week with a chance to kind of refresh, catch our breath, and see you right here next week on the Hangtime Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Hangtime Podcast, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts for a new episode every Thursday this season. And as always, say kuna matata.